What's up, S&P? Before we get into today's chinwag, wanted to remind you that we're going to be heading over to Tiger's Milk this Friday, 7.30 p.m. after training. I'd love to see you all there. Um, thanks so much. It's the one on Kloof, 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 Kloof Street. Not the one on Long Street. It's the one in Kloof Street. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to coming out and seeing you guys again. Thanks so much. On to today's chinwag. What's up, SMP? I am here with Kyle, a.k.a. Mr. Glassback, a.k.a. still the biggest squat in the gym. It's Kyle. How you doing, mate? I'm doing good, thanks. And yourself? I'm all right. I'm all right, man. So we just started chatting about um, sleep and sleep habits, funny enough. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk about um, what do you do for your day job? What, 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 and then um, what makes you tick outside of the gym? What drives you? What, what your interests? Start with the work and then go into the play. Tell us about that. Um, well, I'm in IT support, so that's kind turn of... Turn it off, turn it on again. <laughs> that's kind of the fuel to the fire. Uh, kind of drives me through the day, my normal day. Outside of work, I'm just a gamer. Mm -hmm. a, a proper gamer, that, but I haven't been doing that in a long time. So Why is that? Kids... <laughs> Two kids, two young kids. Two young. How old are they? Um, the eldest is four. We'll be turning five in the next two weeks. And the youngest is six months next month. Six months next month. So you're still very much in the pain cave. No doubt. <laughs> okay. And I, I think one thing about, you know, because I'm always harping on about how painful it is, but how do you find, you know, Getting time to do anything, like your hobbies, which is gaming. I used to like playing games. Now I just, you know, if I'm lucky, I get 10, 15 minutes a day on the crapper. Um, tell us about how, how you manage that between yourself and your wife and having downtime. Um, well, gaming has come to almost a complete stop. Um, now gaming has been handed over to my son, who's four. Good. What did you start him off on? He's playing Grand Theft Auto. Bad what? That, that's a plus 18 game car. <laughs> Bad parenting. Or GTA 1 or GTA 2, you know, those overhead top-down, you know, quaint ones or what? No, he's playing GTA 5. What is, okay, so if he's playing GTA 5, what does your son's behavior in GTA 5 look like? Is he a law-abiding citizen? Hell no, he loves it. He loves just shooting people in the head and stuff. How old is he again? Four? He's four, he'll be five in the next two weeks. Hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll swiftly move on, and maybe we'll have to delete this as well. Um, okay, so you're basically at this stage in your life, hobbies are out the window, and yet you still keep showing up in the gym three times a week. Tell us about that. Tell us about how, why, and what the arrangement is there. Um, well, with gym, because gym is so close to work, so it makes it very easy to get to the gym. That's why you're here right now. Correct. Bright and early. Um, just for me, um, I haven't been really interested in gym over the past years. But coming here, it's a total different experience. Um, but it just, you know, it feels like um, home type of thing. Like you can just come here and blow off steam and walk out the door and you have no problems for the rest of the day type of thing. 
Cool. That's really nice. Thanks for saying that. Man. Tell us about, so, I mean, obviously we understand the importance of exercise. How did you have to sell that in to, to your, your young wife? How did you sell that in from, a, from, you know, it's easy from a rational standpoint in terms of your health and you've got to look after yourself. And I get that because, you know, but it, when, for example, my wife, uh, if I ever say I happen to do anything resembling fun or sell something for myself, I seem to be in trouble for it. How, how did you sell that into your wife, that discussion? How did that go? Uh, it wasn't really much of a discussion. Uh, I kind of joined and then told her. So um, it was kind of an explanation after that um, because she kind of wanted to do it with me. Um, but Would you want her to train with you in here? Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think um, she would be more part of the foot side, though. Um, she likes those type of things. Okay, so you, you can be in the same room with your wife and exercise. That To me, a lot of people say that. To me, that's unusual. <laughs> no, it's not. Although it's pretty easy with that because she's actually very much into that. But when she has time, which is kind of never. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> so she understands the value. That's, that's great because having, you know, having someone that understands that value. And how... Since you started training here, and obviously sometimes you get laid off through injury because you have got a glass back, is there any difference with the way you, you know, does your wife notice or your kids notice any difference when you're in the gym versus out? Is there a change in your mood? Oh, definitely. Um, when I'm not in the gym or a long time away from the gym, I would say I'm a bit more uh, agitated. Like coming into the gym, just blowing off steam makes life so much easier and better at home too or at work also because work is a pain but I mean yeah uh, big improvement in attitude and mentally is is that because from the um, from the work side of things you, you've got this work stress and then there's like a hard break so you're not going straight from work stress to home life is it is it that you've got this clean break you come straight to the gym and then go home and it's like this disconnect between the two is that yeah, definitely. Um, the the break before um, between work and home makes a big difference. Because um, previously it would be like just coming, being annoyed at work, and then just going home and just getting annoyed at kind of everything. But now it's completely opposite. It's like just going home and you calm, cool, and you know you can tackle that. That's the next task. Excellent. Tell us about, you know, I've been, I've been teaching you about your back. Tell us about what you were like when you came in with your back and how that's changed over time. Tell us about your, your back injury, where it came from and what, what, it's, what, it's, uh, what your back's journey has been like through the past couple of, say, weeks, months. Um, well, before the gym, um, the back was completely terrible First of all, because of work, I'm always in a chair, um, always in front of a machine. So seated desk job, lower back, extension-based pain, so your back arching all the time, is that, is that what it is? That's correct. Very common. Um, so, I mean, now it's, it's almost non-existent, but it's, it's there. It's a slow and tedious process to get it right, but I mean, it's, it's been helping a lot. Cool. And so obviously you worked extensively with balance as well and to get to come right on that side of things, we referred you out there and that's been great. Tell us about, you know, if you were to put a number on it, when you walked into the gym, your lower back pain, just walking around, not through training, but walking around, what was your lower back pain um, 
when you first started on a scale of 1 to 10 and what's it like now? Probably when walking into the gym the very first time, probably like an eight and a half to nine. And now it's more like a three, even lower. So if you were in all that pain when you first started training, because you weren't showing it, why did you still come in and just keep like training so hard if your back was in so much pain? Why didn't you just go get your back sorted out beforehand? Uh, I think I'm just lazy. <laughs> there we go. And that is, that is one of those things that it, only when it gets bad enough will people do something about it. So did you find the training sort of highlighted how bad it was? You suddenly became very aware of your body. Is that? Yeah, definitely. The, the training, you could pick up a lot that um, the back was hurting and it's been like that for a while I just try to not notice it okay would you advise what would you advise if, if someone else in the gym is going through this is, is also suffering with chronic pain daily what would you recommend the first thing they do is probably visit balance they are great I mean they take the time with you and um, on top of that I mean you need to invest in yourself also because you come first I guess you know exactly you can't well it's that old adage you can't uh, help you can't apply your you can't apply the life support until you've you know got your own life support on cool awesome so if you if you are experiencing pain and even if even if you know everyone's got someone they go to for that talk to the coaches as well because what we do is we work with um with uh, physiotherapists in order to make sure um you get a positive outcome to make sure we don't do anything contraindicated so carl that's been awesome mate thank you so much for the chat um any last words, any words of advice for people that are, say, coming into the gym for the first time, you know, from your experience, because you've been here for a while now, what would you say, what kind of mindset do people need when they come into this kind of place? Uh, just put in the work, and it will benefit, definitely, it will benefit you. Cool, thanks so much, Carl. All right, guys, thanks so much again. That's another episode of the S&P Chinwag. I'm going to unlock my phone in advance so I have a nice clean sign-off. Look, I did it. And it's 10 minutes on the... Oh, it's nearly 10 minutes on the dot. Lovely. Um, oh, no, that was it. I was going to say thanks so much and see you at Friday for Tiger's Milk, but I'm going to add that to the pre-roll instead, so never mind. Okay, thanks a lot. Have a good day.